This is Angela Hauser with Disclosure News Online presenting our nightly newscap designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours. We have a new governor in Illinois. He's been busy. So have we here in the offices prepping your next print edition, so let's get on it. Here's your nightly newscap for the evening of Tuesday, January 13th, 2015. Our new governor was sworn in yesterday. See, I knew I'd figure out when that inauguration was. And we had so much news yesterday that I didn't even have time to mention it. But that's okay, because what Bruce Rauner did today was a lot more important than just taking office from yet another future ex-Illinois governor probably headed to prison for something like our last two. Today, Rauner undid pretty much everything Pat Quinn did yesterday as he was headed out the door before it hit him in the butt. Governor Rauner reversed 178 appointments Quinn made Monday, people who were his selections for various boards and commissions. See, Quinn as governor selects the people who sit on boards across the state. Some of these compensated positions, like on the Prisoner Review Board, and some of them non-compensated, like on the Medical Marijuana Board. Assuming that even half of those yesterday Quinn appointed made as much as the ones on the Prisoner Review Board, or PRB, which is more than $86,000 a year, a low amount, actually, for state employees, that means Quinn might have handed out $7,654,000 worth of jobs yesterday. One year, peeps. One year. And it was probably more than that. Are you getting an idea of how this state is so broke now? Quinn yesterday was like Oprah, throwing money to the peeps who supported him. Here's a $100,000 a year job for you. Here's a $50,000 a year part-time job for you. Oh, and don't forget to sit on your fat butts at your house most of the time and just collect your paycheck. Here's another one for you and you. State-paid jobs for everybody. Or at least... Everybody who has sucked up to Quinn for his term, and that means on appointment to the PRB, Tumio Romero, assistant labor director under Quinn, you know, she was going to lose that job, so he put her on for a day. I did the math. Gotta wonder if she'll get that $340 for one day on the job. Now, to put this in perspective, Rauner was able to do this because all of these appointments needed Senate approval before it was official. Even though they get paid, whether they're official or not, we learned during the Eric Gregg Prisoner Review Board kerfuffle two years ago. And really, good job, Bruce. Now, if you would like to clean off some of these boards, just take a dry erase marker to them. Because like Eric Gregg, there are people sitting on them that bring no experience and nothing meaningful to the job, and have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And Rounder needs to get rid of them. Some of them, eh, that'd be like pulling teeth on a crocodile without benefit of Novocaine and duct tape. But I think it can be done. He just needs to focus on getting the riffraff out of the state from the top down. Even if he spends four years cleaning house, it's going to benefit us because we have appointments that are a colossal waste of time, energy, and flesh, like Eric Gregg. And Rauner would make a heck of an impact if he were to do that. I know, it's wishful thinking, 
but today was a good start. Keep it up, Bruce. We might start restoring some greatness to this state after all. As promised last night, we got the name of the fourth guy charged in the multiple church burglaries across Williamson and Johnson counties. This morning, we got that name, and that's Aaron Henderson. At age 22, Henderson is the eldest of the bunch of boys who allegedly were being bad at the beginning of December and broke into as many as ten churches across those two counties in order, authorities say, to steal musical instruments and sound equipment to pawn, which they did without realizing that such items have serial numbers on them, and musicians and churches have a tendency to keep track of that sort of thing. Henderson, like Caleb Terry and Ben Smith, is from Marion, the other guy being Garrett Green from Creel Springs. This is a very big deal, we're hearing from our Williamson County peeps, and we're glad for those who had their items stolen that they got them back. Now if Williamson's new prosecutor, Brandon Zanotti, will aggressively pursue these cases, that'll be justice for the victims and everybody can get on with their lives. Except, of course, for any of these boys who are found guilty. And speaking of guilty, in White County yesterday, we learned today there was a young man, David Tyler Stover, age 20, who accepted a plea of guilty in a sex-related case that's the kind of case that our area prosecutors don't really like to handle. One that started with cyber-stalking. I'm here to tell you, there are a lot of cases of cyber-stalking going on all across the coverage area. But our prosecutors, for whatever reason, really don't like to charge that. But Denton Odd did. It's a class four felony. And then Stover was also charged with unlawful grooming, another class four felony. Now the cyberstalking was dismissed in exchange for the plea to the grooming, which is a sex-related charge. Grooming is when an adult makes contact with a child and coerces that child by various means to allow him or her, the perp, to commit a sex offense with this child. In this case, it was sexual exploitation of a child. Illinois takes this crime very seriously. And by this felony conviction, little David Tyler Stover is now required to register as a sex offender. As to the rest of his sentence, he'll know what that'll be on March 9th. In the meantime, a shout-out to Norris City Police there in White County, who were the lead investigative agency on this case. They did a really good job. And finally... The big, big story on the day has to do with none other than the Britster. By proxy, but yeah, it has to do with her. See, here's the deal. The Emergency Telephone System Board, or ETSB, also called the E911 Board in some locales, this one in Johnson County, is experiencing a retirement of their coordinator. And so they took applications. And guess who applied? Not Britster. Dusty Lingle! You remember him from the summer of 2013? Those insurance picks that the Britster, Brittany Lane, took of her and Dusty together back when he was still with the Marion Police Department? And Mary? Well, he's still married, as far as we can ascertain. But that didn't stop him from um, hanging out with the Britster, you know. So she took pics of them together, and then he lost his job. Not because of the Britster, but because he kicked this guy known only to the public as J.A. His name was John Atkinson, we found out. Might have been a friend of the Britsters, for all we know. While Atkinson was restrained in handcuffs and in custody at the Williamson County Jail. I mean, 
He didn't just kick him. He threw him around and pinched up his ears and squoze his head like he was going to pop it, and then smashed it into the wall and body slammed him into the wall. All of this captured on film. And our friend John Kraft with Illinois Leaks got that video and posted it to their YouTube channel so you can view it for yourself. And that, folks, is what Johnson County was going to hire for their ETSB coordinator at about $30,000 a year. But people knew about the situation with Atkinson, and this is because Mr. Atkinson took Lingle to federal court and sued him and won. And Lingle had to give up his cop job and promise he wouldn't work in law enforcement, which any 911 coordinator is about a step down from law enforcement. There are quite a few who pack a gun. Not something Mr. Lingle should be doing. And so the people of J.C., that'd be Johnson County, called their three county board members and told them, don't hire that nasty former cop. And last night, the board decided not to. And I, for one, can't believe there's actually media coverage of this. We've been covering this kind of thing for more than a decade now and watched all the little newspapers around us ignore it when these boards hire some doofus like Colby Rigg or Jess Engel or, God forbid, someone the caliber of D. Bergen to coordinate their ETSB, one of the least oversighted, if that's a term, boards in the state per county. The counties don't really know what they do, so they just let them run amok. And that's what they do, and almost did in Johnson County. But this was stopped for now. Now they are trying to figure out which board has the last say in the matter, the county board, who appears to be possessed of some common sense, or the ETSB, some of whom we're hearing Lingle is related to. I guess he's unemployable, and the fam wants to get him hired. So we'll see what's going to happen. Unfortunately, this is a common occurrence in Southern Illinois, and this is why, this would be why our little towns and counties are going to hell in a handbasket. We'll keep you posted on how fast we're going there, and when we arrive. And that's the news. We're still in production, still dealing with mental midgets, but we're going to get you a great newspaper, and we'll try to keep bringing you the caps regularly this week. For now, this is Angela Hauser signing off from your January 13th, 2015 Disclosure News Online nightly newscap. <laughs> <laughs>